0: is Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: If we put people back to work and drive the unemployment rate down, at some point,
2: that has to lead to wage growth. That's just first principles of economics.
0: If wage growth continues to pick up, as I expect it will, the Fed's going to be increasingly uncomfortable having rates close to zero. As long as the American companies continue to hire and payrolls continue to expand, we'll be fine, and
1: every indication is that they will. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning, everyone. One Jobs day, Michael McKee, and Tom Keene. you heard from Robert Gordon, Alan Krueger, Michael Darda, next Mickey Levy of Berenberg Capital Markets. We are not Europe, we are not Japan. His optimism on our ability to move forward within this American economy. a very important program note one thirty this afternoon. Governor Romney will be interviewed by our Mark Halperin. This is without question the important yeah. political interview of the day. Halperin and Romney worldwide, radio and television. Look for that at one thirty this afternoon. I
0: did watch uh, Governor Romney's uh, remarks yesterday and uh, Mr. Trump's reaction to them. And uh, uh, one mm-hmm. told the truth and one did not.
1: Uh, we never give our opinion here, as Michael never. McKee just skirted the, uh, issues of the moment. Bloomberg Surveillance, uh, we're brought to you by Cone Resnick Accounting Tax Advisory. Cone Resnick will provide your business with the industry insight it needs to succeed in a dynamic, econ- a dynamic economy. Sign up for Insight and find out how at ConeResnick.com. C-O-H-N-R-E-Z-N-I-C-K, Cone Resnick. Dot com, and we thank them for their support. This is wonderfully timed. Mickey Levy is one of our great students. He's not a Fed critic because he has too much respect for the institution, but he has always questioned the linkage of our theory to our actions well, away from theory, as we've seen for the last seven or eight years. He is with Berenberg Capital Markets. Robert Gordon sitting in the chair you're in, uh, Dr. Levy, uh, within the hour, and he is adamant about his optimism on america even without technological progress carry this further to the fear that america could become like europe or worse become like japan you push against that well the way i push against it is you know the potential
2: growth is endogenous i mean if you put in place the right policies which include uh put the fed aside when you put in place the right policies tax and spending policies, how you allocate national resources regulatory environment, you can you can have very healthy potential growth and very healthy sustained job creation. If you put in place uh, lousy policies that deter uh, future planning and future investment. Um, you know, then you're going to have very weak growth. So it's up to our policymakers, and I think that's the, the beginning and end of it. I, okay. And I ahead. wish I wish the policymakers would really talk about the policies. But
0: but they don't, and they won't, and they aren't. So what can the Fed or anyone else
2: do in the absence of that? Not much. Okay. So so the bottom line is, you know, monetary policy cannot by stimulating, create permanent jobs, and it can't lift long-run potential growth. The ECB is obviously a a financial backstop for Europe, but Europe has put in place, some countries have put in place reforms. In the United States, um, all of the, you know, Disappointment about the you know the moderate rate of growth in the last six years it has nothing to do with fed policy. it has to do with other policies that are you know gumming up the the credit channels and constraining you know business investment and and planning for the future
0: well it, what would you say to the argument that some people make that the Fed is in a way complicit with this situation because their extraordinary policies have Enabled Congress and policymakers on the
2: fiscal side to avoid doing anything uh, mike I, th- I think that's I think that 's a very valid point. Um, we all know that uh, the quantitative easing and 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 um, their all their efforts to keep bond yields low has kind of gotten Congress off the hook, so they haven't congress hasn 't been forced to reform also I think there's this this broader problem that Everybody, including policymakers, Mm -hmm. financial markets, and the economic and financial media look to the Fed to solve all the problems, and they're not able to. If you look at the last six years, the Fed um, has not been able to stimulate aggregate demand in the economy. Help
1: me with the idea that we move from 10% to 5% unemployment. Dean Mackey at point seven two, suggesting we get to the vicinity of 4.0. I saw one person quote a 3.9 out into the distance. My eye should feel better Dr. Levy, why don't we feel better if the vector's in a wonderful direction?
2: Well, I, I think that's a, a very valid question and I, and I have a hard time answering it because as you know, the unemployment rate has come down, U6 has, has come way, way down, um, adjusted for inflation. Of course, real wages um, ha, have been, you know, increasing. Um, now, the, the, one of the questions is, um, who gets credit for this? And I, I, would argue that we're just distancing ourselves from the financial mm-hmm. crisis. Um, and if you look at, um, aggregate demand or nominal GDP growth, it hasn't been the Fed that, 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 that could rightly take credit for all this. It's just the economy's growing, uh, modestly. But yours is a good question. Um, the U.S. economy—we would like it to be growing faster, and I can think of some policies that would would really lift its rate of growth. But we're doing just a lot better than than, than we have been. Okay, we'll bite. Give me a couple of policies. Oh boy, I I <laughs> I, I would love to see the next president, regardless of of um, who who that is, um, sit down and say, "Okay, my first objective is." corporate tax reform and let's, um, and let's uh, get people from both sides of the political aisle and talk about and build a base on what we agree on. Rather than focusing on the polemics, um, and, and I, I think that would that would really lift a gray, a gray cloud. And I think it would be pretty easy because I think reasonable people on both sides of the political aisle, you know, agree on l- large portions of what needs to be done on c- corporate taxes. And that's that's just the beginning. Um, another concern I have. Uh, lurking beneath the surface that I think has definitely had a negative impact on on the pace of economic growth, particularly capital spending, is the growing web of the regulations. And it's not the things we see in the headlines. It's the fine print and the implementation of a lot of regulations, not in the financial sector, but in the non-financial sector, that is on the margin, leading businesses in, in a number of industries to temper mm-hmm. back their expectations.
1: Just published moments ago, Thomas Edsel, the great liberal, uh, an essay in the New York Times on Mr. Trump in all. Mark, Mike, Mike McKee and, and Mickey Levy, there's a wonderful statistic in here from Lucas Carabanunas of uh, Booth School of Chicago. Mike, you just attended their uh, wonderful panel. Yeah. Labor's share of our economy is down 12% from 69% to 61%. I mean, that's, that's a structural change. When Larry Summers talks about secular stagnation, that's the definition. Labor's getting a smaller pie. Why is that, Dr. Levy? Why is it, is it that we've innovated ourselves out of jobs formation? 69% to 61%. Over a generation. I think part of the reason is the change in the composition of GDP.
2: High, a higher portion is in service-producing industries, some of which are high productivity, high-paying jobs, but, but a large number are in lower productivity jobs that command or or are associated with uh, lo- lower wages. And I think that's, that's clearly one of the factors. The other is the measurement issue. Okay. Um, there is a growing wedge between business costs of employing people and those workers take-home pay and so if that decline in the labor share of gdp um, reflects just take-home
1: pay fair if it's pay versus unit yeah right very and good, i think that, i think
2: that's important and, and 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 so this is one of the areas where um, i would love to see uh, higher productivity and, and higher compensation well, for for skilled workers. We
1: we we've got to do that. Mickey Levy with us. We're gonna come back on what has been the theme through the morning, which is the efficiency of the economy, the productivity of the economy. As you all know, it's flat on its back, like, Mike, is this an okay you mean you and I don't have real jobs. We know that. We go from Greenspan, Vin Weber, the Senator from New Hampshire, Judd Gregg, Robert Gordon, Alan Krueger, Michael Darda, Levy, On to a guy named Gross. I mean, this is pretty good, huh, Mike?
0: This is pretty good. And the great thing is we get to share it with all of you listening. And stay tuned because uh, what a great show. And it's
1: uh, out on our podcast. We're pleased to announce, again, free. And you can subscribe iTunes. Mickey Levy, not only the entire show, for those that desire that, but individual podcasts as well. We've had a huge jump start to this and hope to roll it out. Over the next coming days, again, an important interview, 1.30 this afternoon, Mark Halperin in conversation with a former governor of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, Mitt Romney. Look for that at 1.30 this afternoon, without question, the interview of the day.
0: Time now to check with Michael Barr and get the latest world and national headlines.
1: Michael? Mike, Tom, thank you very much. Donald Trump's Republican presidential rivals came out swinging at last night's debate. They echoed party establishment figures that Trump is a phony, but Trump, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, and John Kasich all said at the end of the debate that they would support the nominee. Brazilian police are questioning former President Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva in a corruption case. Police are also searching his home. Diamond smuggling has cost Zimbabwe's economy more than $13 billion. That's according to Zimbabwe President Robert Mgabe. The state has created a new company to take control of the controlling mining. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. More than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike, Tom? Hey, Michael, thanks so much. We are 15, make it 19 minutes away from the jobs report. Again, beneath the headline data with Mickey Levy of Barenberg Capital Markets and then Bill Gross of Janus at Capital. Coming up next, this is what we want to talk about, the lack of America productivity. This is Bloomberg Surveillance.
0: This news update brought to you by the New York Community Trust, where donors like you help them make New York better.